Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Enjoy. I saw a post on Facebook about baseball Saskatchewan needing umpires. And I know I wouldn't be a good umpire. I wouldn't be a good ref, anything like that. Because when it comes to having to make calls, like, for example, when I play rec ball, we have to ump our own batters. And I'll be up there and, you know, a pitch will be thrown. Is that a strike or a ball? I have to ask the back catcher, the batter, someone, you know, is running to first. It's a close call. I'm like, what do you guys think? Were they out? Were they safe? You have to be sure and you have to be confident with your call. However, I do think I would be good at actually, like, making the call. You know how umpires really get into it when it's like a third strike, you're out of here kind of thing? I think I'd be good at that. You could go, strike three, you're out of here. See, I was kind of a laid-back one. I think I could get into it a little more. Strike three, you're out of here. That wasn't good enough. I think I could really, really get into it. Strike three, you're out of here. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Yesterday, I saw something about tropical storms, a name of a tropical storm, and it got me thinking. It seems like all tropical storms, well, they all do, have just one name, and they're all fairly friendly names. So I looked up online some names, and this popped up. Atlantic Storm Names 2023 Hurricane Season. And they're all just, like, so friendly and nice, like Franklin. Like, that's that's not... It's not scary. When you think of a tropical storm, you don't think of Franklin. Franklin's like a nice old guy going to his local cafe to have a coffee and read the paper. You need an adjective to, you know, make it scarier. Like frightening Franklin is about to hit the coast of Florida. And that's not even that scary. What are some other? Emily? Like that's just a nice, sweet Emily. You gotta do like evil Emily. Or Gert. That, that one's... The, doesn't strike fear into anyone. You need something that people are going to be like, oh, we got to be concerned about this tropical storm, like Grim Reaper Gert. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. A woman out in Victoria was surprised by a visitor she had in her chimney. So she arrived home at night and she heard something coming from her fireplace. And she goes over there and some soot comes down and she's thinking like, what's what's in there? Maybe it's a small rodent or something like that. And then boom, all of a sudden some comes out with wings and obviously startles her. She thinks at first it's a hawk. Turns out it was an owl in her chimney. The owl is now in her house. It lands on her coat rack. It looks like maybe in her front room. And I'm not exactly sure how they got it out. I'm sure she probably called animal control or something to be like, hey, can you come get this owl out of my house? We had something kind of similar happen in our house. It wasn't an owl, but it was a moth that was pretty much the size of an owl. Our cat Frankie the other day was up at our fireplace as well. We just have a gas fireplace, but he was up there kind of, you know, looking around, pawing. What's going on here? And then I'm on the couch with our kid, and I'm nap-trapped, and all of a sudden I see this massive moth. Like, it is the biggest moth I've ever seen. And it's on the ground, and it starts flying around and stuff. And Casey isn't home at the time, so I, I text her. I'm like, when you get home, you have to take care of this moth. She gets home, and when she looks at the moth for the first time, 
the reaction is priceless. I, it was priceless. I, I, I'm gonna try to do it. She sees it. She's like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. I nailed that impression. The replay with Mark and Jess. I got some texts from people asking what happened to the moth that was in our house, the giant moth that was in our house. Uh, my girlfriend murdered it. So this moth was in our house. And I was nap trapped. She wasn't home. She got home and it was just sitting on the windowsill of the front window of our house. She comes in, freaks out when she sees it, gets some paper towel and then traps it underneath the paper towel. And then what she proceeds to do is like she's doing CPR on it, but not CPR, crushing it. She's just pushing down, like pushing, pushing. And she's like, oh, I heard a crunch. And the... Moth died. Yeah. Didn't survive that. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. This is kind of interesting. When the Prime Minister is on a Royal Canadian Air Force passenger jet, there are certain movies that he is not allowed to watch. Can't watch them on a Royal Canadian Air Force passenger jet. Those movies include Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Curse of Chucky, Platoon, can't watch that one, Dictator with Sasha Baron Cohen, nope, can't watch it, A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas, a lot of good movies, can't watch. Reasoning? I don't know. Full Metal Jacket, can't watch uh, that one. Oh, a Quentin Tarantino movie in Glorious Bastards? Nope. Oh, wait. Wait, it can be. It can be watched. So, what? yeah, what's the reasoning here? So, I guess if the Prime Minister watch, wants to watch Inglorious Bastards, he can watch that. Order some other movies? I don't know. I can only assume probably the Airbud movies. You got Airbud, Airbud Golden Receiver, Airbud World Pup, Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch, Airbud Spikes Back, Air Buddies. You watch all six of those. That's uh, that's a lot of time that you're gonna kill on a flight. The Mark and Jess replay. This is a headline I did not expect to see. Beer sales hit. All-time low as Canada's alcohol sales see largest drop in a decade. Like, really? So, between April of 2021 and March of 2022, the volume of beer sold during that period decreased by 2.8%. It's a pretty big, pretty big drop. And 1.2% overall with all alcohol sales. Do I need a jump off the wagon and get those numbers up this is embarrassing for us as a country we cannot have that no i'm just kidding but i think it's because more people and there are more options are going towards non-alcoholic beverages great options with non-alcoholic beverages non-alcoholic beer it used to just be o'duels you get the green o'duels or the red o'duels cool awesome now all sorts of options however in saying that and i've talked about it before sometimes non-alcoholic options are way too expensive most of the time i've talked about the one where i was up in saskatoon went to this place with my girlfriend and she ordered a caesar i was like okay cool nice i'll have a virgin caesar hers was nine dollars mine was eight dollars well you're charging a buck for vodka no that ain't no no you're not and also this was down in the states that's a place that you you should take advantage of drinking. 
it's cheap down there. So down in the States, it was December of 2017, I think, and a buddy and I were on a golf course. I had a terrible ninth hole. So he's like, hey, listen, I'll get you a non-elk. He walked up to the, the place where they're selling drinks, and he got a Miller Lite. He got me an O'Doul's, and his Miller Lite was $4. The O'Doul's was $5. The, the non-alcoholic is more than the one with alcohol in it? What am I doing being sober? It makes more sense financially to drink. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Earlier, we were talking about movies that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau isn't allowed to watch when he's on a Royal Canadian Air Force passenger jet. Here's another thing he's not going to be able to do anymore. I don't know if he has TikTok or not, but the Canadian government has decided to ban TikTok on government-issued mobile devices, and they say it's because the app may leave users vulnerable to cyber attacks. Now, I don't think this is unusual for a company. I know the government isn't a company, but I don't think it's unusual for companies to say to their employees when they have company-issued cell phones, hey, you can't go on this app, don't download this app, or they have them completely blocked, or even on computers at your work, you might not be able to go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, things like that. It's it's normal, right? We don't have anything blocked here at work. In fact, it reminds me of the one time I accidentally Googled something. I maybe should, should have been blocked. So the one time I was talking about the world's best DJs, you know, like scratching records DJs, and I went to Google and I typed in worlds and then went best. And then I thought I put DJ and instead of the D, uh, I put a B. So the website that popped up was not at all what I was expecting. The Mark and Jess replay. Life comes at you fast. So I'll say 10 years ago, I used to go out on Thursday nights. Friday nights, Saturday nights, fast forward to this past weekend, and that was not the case. In fact, on February 25th, which was Saturday, I'm pretty sure I was in bed by 8.50, and I know that because I tweeted out something that I Googled, and I was Googling something about slots. We put something on Netflix, some nature show, which Barack Obama narrates it, fantastic show. But I was uh, seeing some sloths on the screen. So I thought, you know what? How do sloths protect themselves? Because they're incredibly slow. That'd be a pretty easy target for a predator, right? So I'm firing to Google. How do sloths protect themselves? Pretty crazy Saturday night, right? Here's what it, here's what it uh, gave me. Sloths typically rely on their camouflage. Which, yeah, they can camo into wherever they are. So... They use that to protect themselves from predators. However, when threatened, they can use their three to four inch long claws, which, yeah, they have some serious claws and teeth to defend themselves. And despite their slow movements, sloths are surprisingly strong. It was a wild Saturday night. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Tell me something good. With Mark and Jess. This is a great story out of Airdrie, Alberta. So firefighters in Airdrie 
went onto the roof of a pub in town on Wednesday morning of this past week and stayed up there outside until Saturday morning at 11 a.m. 72 hours total. <clears throat> Excuse me. They were up there for braving the cold, raising money and awareness for uh, muscular dystrophy. And part of this, there was a public pancake breakfast when they came down on Saturday by donation. A silent auction was held. It doesn't say how much money was raised. I was kind of digging for that because, well, I want to see how much money they raised. But it didn't say. I'm sure they did well. And uh, part of it is just raising you know, awareness for muscular dystrophy. So pretty cool story out of Airdrie, Alberta. You actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.